Beep, beep. Hey, y'all, and welcome to I Just Called to Say. That's the comedic, reliving, and truth-telling podcast where folks like yourself call in, confront, and set the record straight on stories that have stuck with them throughout time. It's me, your girl, Megan. Megan! What are you doing? What do you think I'm doing? Podcasting from your she shed. I'm also joined by my lovely co-host, Colleen Rass. Make sure to keep up with the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at I Just Call to Say Podcast. And be sure to subscribe. Tell a friend. Megan! You better quit podcasting in my she shed. Oh, sweet baby Jesus, give me the strength. Not today, Satan. I said not today. This week on the season finale episode of I Just Called to Say It, we're talking all things Bravo and Bravo Liberty and Bravo Con with special guest Bravo influencer, the Bravo Boy. Guys, it's gonna be a good one. Dial in with Colleen and I on the season two finale episode of I Just Called to Say. But don't worry, boo-boo, we'll be back for season three. Turn these lights off. You're paying this electric bill. I just called to say Remember when I just called to say Thank you for that time I just called to say <laughs> What had happened was, really Colleen, I feel like it's been a minute since we talked So let me just rewind So you remember when like, I opened for Cardi B? Uh, yeah, let's, let's dive into that <laughs> Okay, so I was doing that thing for the radio where I was the hot girl, mm-hmm. which was like basically like a, hot, a a fly girl for the radio, just like a dancer who promotes the radio. We mm-hmm. opened at all the concerts that came to Columbia. Well, the big highlight of our tour, I guess you could say our tour. <laughs> our time the, together. <laughs> yeah, our time together was opening for Cardi B. So rehearsals just get crazy. They start adding people on. Vibes start changing. It gets really weird. Rehearsals started mm-hmm. to feel like episodes of making the band when they were like forming oh, Danity God. Kane. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. And the dude who was in charge was like Diddy. <laughs> so <laughs> he's the Columbia, South Carolina version of Diddy. Perfect. Exactly. Anyway, so a part of the costuming was we had to wear a wig, black smoky eye, and black lipstick. Okay. And I was like, whoa, that's a okay. lot of dark for these bright, vibrant wigs we're supposed to be wearing. They were like colorful party city wigs. Oh, and and then the real kicker was at the end of the dance routine, this was like a last uh, creative choice the director wanted. He wanted us to snatch our wigs off and throw them into the audience. Mm -hmm. Girl. Not going to do that. Wearing a wig cap. (laughs) Y'all heard my friend. She said, I'm wearing a wig cap. There were there were a couple of people like, who rolled eyes. I was one of them. And then there were a couple of people who were like, I'm about that life. Let's do it. And I was just like, mm, okay. okay. And so I say some things that were super unprofessional. And when the words mm-hmm. came out of my mouth, I knew that it wasn't polite. <laughs> Someone says, Megan, you need to put black eyeshadow on because I'm defiant. And I show up with brown smoky eye and white eyeliner. 
And they're like, so like not black, not black and no black lipstick was on either. So they're like, Megan, come on. And I was like, do you really think it's necessary? We're only dancing for like, what, five minutes and I'm in the back. No one's going to see me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, come on, Megan. It's a group effort. And I was like, also, I was like, and we're dancing for free. I was like, come on. I was like, I really shouldn't have to go full out. Yeah. That was one of I was that was mistake one. Me complaining about not getting paid because I already signed on to this to do it for free. Right. So strike one on Megan. And then I was like, whatever, I'll put the eyeshadow on, but I'm going to bitch and moan as I do it. Correct. Strike number two, you're bringing bad energy into the group. Yeah, you've, you've decided to have a bad attitude. You've been like, I am non-compromising and I will be annoying. Like I doubled down on it. I was like, I, and after I said, I was like, oh, this is bad. So I keep going with it. And then strike three, I go, well, this is going to be a discounted look for a discounted performance. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and there are five people sitting at the table who hear me say this. And I guess they go back and snitch to the dude who's in the, the Diddy of Columbia. Did you get axed before the performance, Megan? <laughs> Girl, I got to perform Monday. So the performance was on Sunday, Mother's Day. Sunday, that happens. Monday, he texts me and says, hey, can we have a heart to heart? I've been fired once before. I said, are we good? <laughs> And he said, yeah, I just want to have a heart to heart. I said, okay. No. So I think we're fine. Tuesday, I go in. I get the axe. <laughs> He's like, I heard what you said. He's like, do you have anything to say? But I was like, I am sorry for being unprofessional. That, And I get it. I was being a bit of a diva. I'm glad this happened locally and not like in a big level. This platform. is a lesson learned. Like you are growing you're growing and like missed everybody makes mistakes. And I think that it's shows maturity for that. You told him that. Yeah. So that's, what's gone on in my life. I feel like it's been so long since we caught up. Cause you've been like off girl mode. Yeah. I have been in like corporate girl mode, but I'm happy to spend some time checking in with you. But I have been very grateful for Bravo during those times. Cause when I get home, like the perfect thing to turn on is just like some Bravo perfection. I just called to say that the Bravo network is absolutely killing it in 2019. I actually wish that I didn't have to work or sleep to survive so I could dedicate my entire life to watching Bravo 24-7. Yes, girl, it's so mind-numbing. I like to choose my shows by where I want to go on vacation sometimes. I'm like, you know what? I need to get out of the U.S. Below deck, here we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And then conversely, I actually caught I caught up on this season of Summer House, which was – I thought it was a really good season. I was, like, really entertained. I thought the finale was, like, a nice little end. I did wish that Carl and Paige hooked up. Paige – oh, my gosh. Paige. Paige, Paige, Paige. Where do I even begin? I, I truly enjoyed her presence. And Hannah. Hannah has also reposted some of our stuff Ugh, love Hannah. I think that the, they were both a great addition to the cast. Like, great job. They feel like people that I would want to be friends with and hang out with. So it feels a little bit more relatable where sometimes, like, I just felt like the, maybe like the work as twins and, like, even Carl is a good example of this. Is like, that's someone I would see at, like, a bar and be like, huh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Carl was just in Charleston recently, too. Oh, God. Yeah, like, he is a, a Charleston bro. Right? His shorts are so short, they're meant for Charleston. 
Mm-hmm. But I do love it like a thigh. I love a thigh on a guy. So it's like I, I'm loving this like Chubby's trend that's coming back. Uh, man thigh. I appreciate it. Even yeah. A man thigh never hurt nobody. And I watch Southern Charm when I'm homesick. So Aww, I love that. I just called to say, my husband and I make a point to watch Southern Charm together. <laughs> it's one of the only shows we can agree on. Aww. Southern Charm has been really good this season. Yeah. So when they were, after last episode, when they, uh, Austin was calling his girlfriend Madison to confront her about asking for this guy's number, they were actually at the Brick, Charleston's favorite tavern, which is where <laughs> comedy night. I used to work. And I used to have an open mic night there. So I thought that was so funny. Oh, my gosh. Also, going back to Summerhouse, Summerhouse just encourages me to drink rosé. Like, I'm like, this is why I watch this show, to remind me to rosé all day. Rosé, 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 I don't know why. I have, I think, actually, take this back. My friend just bought a really good rosé that we tried on Saturday, and I was like, hmm, I'm back in. Okay, see, I was just about to say that, bitch. I was like, no, you just need to up your quality of rosé. That's what it is. And you want to know something? Trader Joe's has an organic rosé located near the two-butt chuck, and it's sold for $3.99. And I'm telling you, bitch, she is ah, good. I'm so jealous. Our Trader Joe's can't sell wine and liquor. Or wine and beer. What? It's like a Philly grocery store thing? Yeah. You can't like have food. Like It can't be a grocery store or like a grocer and wine and beer. But that makes me so sad because that sounds amazing. And I would totally love to check that out. I love that. That wine selection in Trader Joe's is just perfection. So tell me about this interview with Bravo Boy. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. So just a reminder, guys, we are not a Bravo podcast. We are a comedy of reliving and truth telling stories. Um, and everything just happens to come back to Bravo. Often. We dabble in the Bravo space. Yes, we, we dabble in the Bravo space. He just called to say, so I lied when and she just called to say, so why would you do that? we just called to say, that really changed my life. Pick, 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 pick up your phone. Okay, so my name's Logan, and originally I'm from a small island right outside of New Orleans in Louisiana, but I live in Dallas now. I started the quote-unquote Bravo Boy. Um, my Instagram handle is the Bravo Boy, and I also have my website, bravoboy.com, and my podcast. I just called to say I'm obsessed with Bravo and all of the Real Housewives, specifically Real Housewives of New York and Dallas, because they are the shit and Bethany is queen of all housewives. I love Bethany. See, in my mind, I like to imagine that I'm most like Bethany, but I think in real life, I'm probably like a Stasi. <laughs> like, I'm just flailing and just trying to look cute. In my mind, I'm a boss like Bethany, but really, I'm just a shit show like Sonya. I just called to say, while it's never been a secret that Ramona Singer holds an unlimited rides pass on the crazy train, this season has taken us to a whole new level. The comment about Dennis. How smart can Dennis be? I mean, he was on drugs. He's a very Come smart on. guy. Not inviting any of her friends to her birthday celebration. I, I wanted to add Sonya if there's space. No. Okay. 
No? No. Okay, I'm not gonna ask, right. Constantly reminding us how hot she is, ditching her friends to go on multi-men per night dates. And you don't support other women. Insulting every aspect of Barbara's life and being every chance she gets. Sorry, not sorry. I think Ramona's becoming more and more senile, and let me tell you, I am loving every single second of it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so yesterday, May 22nd, at 3 p.m., my life changed for the better because Bravo announced BravoCon. Like, initial thoughts, Logan. So, um... I actually knew about this a little earlier in the day because, um, yeah, we, I don't know if you like kept up on social media, but I just got back from New York and they had a certified Bravoholics meetup. And so they invited 20 of us to go to Bravo and we got to sit down with a whole bunch of Bravo celebrities. We got to sit down with executive producers, analyst panel. They handpicked the top 20 um, Bravo influencers. The way they said they explained it to us was they made a mazel meter and then they <laughs> ranked all like Bravo bloggers on who were the best and then they picked the top 20. So that's how we got invited. But at the end, they... Bitch, you're telling me I'm talking to one of the top 20 Bravo influencers on my podcast right now? I mean, according to Bravo, like, I mean, I don't know whose dick I suck to get that, but I mean, apparently I did a <laughs> good job, so... You, you were amazing. You're like the guy from Fire Festival. You were ready to do whatever. Right? I mean, I'm like Lala. I was on my knees all night for that. But at, the reason I knew about the thing early was at the end of the event, they had us all give them like our info and they linked us all to a private group on Facebook. And so they used that to release us like exclusive content and stuff like wow. that. So that's how I knew about it. Like two hours before that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You're so cool. And I just feel cool by like association for like now knowing this last minute, <laughs> but you best believe I'm going to be out here on these streets being like, well, you know, I knew someone who knew it two hours prior to everything. It was like when they <laughs> caught Osama bin Laden and like some people knew ahead of time that it already happened. Like that's how in depth I feel into the details. <laughs> I just called to say, in case you haven't heard, I have one word for you with two syllables. Bravo con. I woke up, I saw it. I pinched myself to make sure I wasn't dreaming. I gasped loudly, I texted Megan, I almost cried, then I started researching how I could sell my kidney on the black market to get there. Guys, even though we have absolutely no idea what it entails or any details about what it really even is, uh, this is monumental. I'm picturing meet and greets with some of my favorite housewives, live entertainment, and Bravo merch galore. On the other hand, I'm also picturing a fire festival situation, so I guess we'll just have to see what happens. I'll be there regardless, unless Ja Rule starts promoting it. I always dabbled in Bravo since, like, you know, season one of Orange County, like, you know, from the jump. Um, but I didn't really get into Bravo culture, hashtag culture. Um, and so probably like I had moved home. And so, you know, when you move home, you lose a little piece of yourself. So you need something to hold on to. <laughs> and Bravo was like, that's saving grace for me. That is how the Bravo boy got created. You know, they say the slogan is, and real men watch Bravo. Let's see if I had to make a Real Housewives tagline, mine would be, I might be two-faced, but at least they're both pretty. 
what made you go with Bravo Boy instead of like Bravo Man? <laughs> uh, well, because when I started it, I was a boy. Like I was, I think, 15. Oh, wow. Because um, it started, yeah, yeah, it started as just a Twitter page. And then, because I had a personal Twitter that I would tweet about the show. And then I was like, I wasn't really getting followers. And I knew I, from personal experience, I always followed like fan accounts or like blog accounts. So I figured, okay, well, why not just turn my personal uh, Twitter into like a fan page? And that's how I got born and then grew from there. Yeah, you're like at 18K now, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, Instagram's like the newest platform. And that's ironically the one I have the most followers on. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. Initially, Bring Me to Bravo was, God, I think I was like 13 or something. It was right when Jersey Shore was ending and I was obsessed with that show and I wanted another like Jersey themed show to watch. And like where I lived, Channel 49 was MTV, which is where Jersey Shore played and Channel 48 was Bravo. So like I had always passed it and seen that there was a show called Real Housewives of New Jersey. So I'll never forget the very first episode when I clicked the channel and put it on. Teresa's sitting at the table, and Danielle slaps the book on the table. And that's the very first episode I watched. You lucky duck. Like, I'm so jealous that you just walked in onto, like, one of the best episodes of all the franchise of Real Housewives. Like, literally not even the whole episode. Literally when I flipped it, she's slamming the book on the table. And I guess that hooked me since then. You prostitution whore! You were fucking engaged 19 times. I was, like, 22. Oh my God. Right. It's alarming. Like, I'm like, are these, like these, these poor men, I'm like, are you stupid? Or you just think you like can change her? It's a combination of both. No, but honestly, if you, if you really think about it, like I would love to sit down with Danielle for like an hour and just figure out like, what is it that I need to do to land 22 mans? That's what I want to know. Like, give me some pointers. Help me help you. Have you seen her in yoga class? That's what she's doing. <laughs> like the bitch is pulling out all the tricks. Oh, shit. Wow. She's doing something right. She's pulling out all the tricks. No gag reflex. Something. Yeah. It's like her little skinny butt. It's clapping. Like those cheeks are clapping and she's getting bills like rain on. Oh God. I'm <laughs> like, jealous. Okay. Like. Yes and no, like, you know, because <laughs> I've she had to run away from the show for a minute. Like, I feel bad for her. Like, it's honestly amazing that she, like, came back with, like, such a vengeance like she did. Because it was like, um, sis, didn't everyone just hate you? And now you want to come back just this aggressive? Yeah, you know, everybody hated Jinya, like, hated, hated. And she was actually my favorite when I first started watching. I love the crazy ones for some reason. You know what? I do, too. That's probably why I like Bethany. Bethany is up front with her exactly. crazy. Exactly. Yes, yes. I like all the crazy people. Shannon, Shannon to me is like one of the realest housewives. Like she really puts all of her business out there. Agree. <laughs> she really does. And I don't think she means to. She can't stop talking. Like she has word vomit. Like actually she's a lot like myself. I oftentimes can't stop talking. Yeah, and I like talk myself into same. situations where I'm like, well, I didn't mean to share that much, but people know now. So there we are. Hence why I have a podcast. I know my, well, did I did have a co-host, but that didn't work out last week. So, but he would tell me that all the time. He's like, Logan, I don't want to talk about my personal life. And I'm like, why? Fuck, I don't care. I'll talk about anything. It doesn't bother me. And then I regret it because I get a phone call from my mother. <laughs> Wait, from your mother. Yes. 
so we were talking about Lala, and I didn't think my mom listened. So, like, because she's old. So, I'm like, why would she listen, you know? So, and she doesn't watch Bravo. Well, we were talking about Lala, and I was like, I wish Lala would teach me how to suck a dick for a Range Rover. And I just started going on and on about it. So, she calls me the next day, and she's like, really, Logan? Suck a dick for a Range Rover? Is that what you're going to put out on the universe and on social media? I was like. Thanks for listening. Oh my god! Thank you for those plays that download. Yeah, be sure and hit that subscribe button. Yeah, my mom listens to every episode, and she is like a devout Southern Christian woman. Oh god! <laughs> but I'm gonna say she's like the mom on Mean Girls all at the same time. Like she's like, sometimes you gotta do the raunchy stuff in order to get in, right? <laughs> it is so true. I'm like, yeah, mom, preach. Keep listening or not, right? <laughs> or not. Uh, love you, mom. She probably prays for you. It's okay. Oh, she's definitely praying for me. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Stay a prayer for me too, mom. <laughs> Have you had any famous repost of your memes or any Bravo celebrities who've reposted you? Yeah. Um, I guess like the most famous repost would probably be comments by celebs. Nice. It's not even a meme. So I made fake taglines for... Felicity and Lori after yes. like this whole scandal that came out and it was on Wendy Williams, People Magazine Us Magazine um. I just called to say um, I had on Wendy Williams like when I delivered <laughs> my first daughter because it just made me feel so much better, you know? How you doing? How you doing? Like it just blew up and it's like a fake, it looks just like the intro to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Felicity's tagline. Now, Felicity was the one on Desperate Housewives. Yes. So I put her tagline is, the only thing I'm desperate for is a top-notch education. And then Lori, Lori's tagline is, my house is full and so is my jail cell. <laughs> Which is amazing because they are the inspiration for the reality show. Like Desperate Housewives are the original Real Housewives. Uh, yeah, it's crazy, right? Wow, what were you, like, 10 years old watching that? That show was my shit. I loved it. Oh, yeah, I was totally young and should not have been watching that. <laughs> oh, my God, you were just getting your life. You were like, yes, can't wait till next week. <laughs> I know, right? Edie was my favorite. Everybody hated Edie. I loved Edie. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Um, okay, so let's play a little game. Hello, and let's play a game. Verbal, what do you meme? Bravo edition. I'll say a current event or pop culture reference, and you'll describe it using a Bravo scene as a verbal meme. Okay, so the series finale of Game of Thrones. None, because that show fucking sucks and I don't watch it. <laughs> My choice would have been, goodbye, Kyle. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> like, I literally know nothing about Game of Thrones. I just called to say, <clears throat> you know nothing, bravo boy. See, that's a Game of Thrones reference. You would know if you watch it. What is it, though? Like, why is it so popular? What? Uh, I just don't get it. Just it's, because... People freak out over this show. Like, is it really that good? It is really that good. Like... If you have, like, the time to, like, want to sit down and, like, watch it, because it is detail after detail, but, I mean, it's so good. And what I like about it, it's, like, it's all female lead. Like, the badass people are all females, so it's just, like, but it takes them a while to show that. Like, they show them being oppressed to, like, set the story, but then you realize it's, like, 
these bitches are really running the show and it's just so good but it's just like an ulterior it's like another okay, universe so I'll give it a try tonight <laughs> I'll watch the first episode tonight and I'll let you know tomorrow. How oh my God. I, I feel like it's a lot of pressure now that I've recommended if you watch it and you're like, this shit sucks, but it is really good. It just takes a lot to build up to it. But honestly, the first episode is dope. Um, okay. So here's another situation. Beyonce at Coachella. I think of Erica Jane when she's walking out in her red leather, like top. And she's like, trying to be a bad bitch walking out and like the dude on the bike's just like in front of her. <laughs> yes. That's a good one. That's a good choice because honestly my mind kept going to cabaret with the countess. Oh God. I was like, but she is not, she wishes she could be Beyonce. Yes, she does. Oh. I mean, how do we feel about her arrest? Like, I mean, going back, like, people have tickets to go see her ish. Like, that's a fire festival situation right there. I think this, like, the whole storyline that's playing out on the show right now about, oh, she's, you know, she's sober, I'm an alcoholic, I'm getting help. I think that's all bullshit that her PR person or her lawyer is spinning for her. I truly don't think that she thinks she has a problem. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like she's been drunk so far this entire season, just like on the sneak. Or she's on something. Yeah, right? Like Kim season one. <laughs> right? Because she keeps saying, like, she's, like, forgetting stuff. And I'm like, why are you forgetting things? Like, you couldn't remember if everyone came and saw you at your show? Like, come on, girl. Unless she's in the bathroom doing some rails with Dorinda and John. I mean, that's probably, like, the most likely situation. <laughs> oh, God. There's, like, this one scene this season where it's, like, after the girls have all left the Berkshires and it's just Dorinda and Bethany and they're walking outside, they're, like, going for a walk. I swear they're coked up in that exact moment. They're both like, all right, we're going to go for a walk and it's going to be great. We got to, like, walk this off, like, you know. I'm like, whoa, what is happening? What's the matter? What's going on? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it is so intense. They probably are. I feel like that's a real, like, New York thing to do. Yeah, like, they're, like, probably super casual about it. They're like, oh, this and coffee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay so one more situation the egg that broke the instagram with the most likes wait what okay so do you remember the egg that got the most likes on instagram the one that broke the internet no you don't remember this oh my god okay so let me tell you oh my god how do you not know about this there's a picture of an egg i've never heard of this i'm looking it up Oh my God, please look at it. There's a picture of an egg that has like the most likes ever on Instagram. Like it beat Kylie Jenner. And people just wanted this random picture of an egg what? to break the internet. And it did. I'm looking at it now. It's just like a picture of an egg. Yeah. It's like the most random news of like probably 2018. The first thing I think of is Lisa Renner. You got to hustle, baby. <laughs> Honestly, I imagine BravoCon to be like Andy Cohen's baby shower lunch. And I just want Lisa Renna just like dancing on tables as I enter. <laughs> like that's yes, what I imagine. And I want Dorinda drunk off her ass. Yeah, like Dorinda's basically like a shots girl. Oh God, I know, right? Oh wait, Texicanas. Okay, so you have to tell me what is your relation to this cast? How do you know people? Well, mainly two I talk to like on a daily basis, and then I've met and the rest and whatnot. But when it first, the like first month they started filming, a photo was released by like a news journalist of them filming, 
and I had just started the bravoboy.com as my blog and I needed to like draw traffic to it. So I ended up spending eight hours one night oh. on my computer and I was able to drag that photo and dig it all the way back to the original poster on Instagram who was a friend of the girls who posted the picture of them filming. So through that photo, I was able to find out who they all are and track everything while they were filming. So then the San Antonio News reached out and did an interview with me, San Antonio Magazine. Um, then oh, wow. yeah, all the girls followed me, and then we kind of just got to talk in, whatnot and all, and then they invited me down to the premiere party. If it wasn't for them, like my blog would have never took off. On my very first article that I published on them, it has 176,000 views. Wow. Yes. And you know what I love about shows like, okay, Texicanas and Mexican dynasties. I love it just because it's like, it's about time for that kind of representation on Bravo. And it's just like a breath of fresh air. By the way, props to Bravo for Texicanas and Mexican dynasties. After they did away with the Miami housewives years ago, I worried that we would never get the chance to visit the lives of rich and beautiful Latinas from the comfort of our couches ever again. Two thumbs up for equal representation and drama with Spanish accents. Also, watching these shows makes me feel absolutely stupid because these women are so smart that they can speak both languages. And I'm like, what was I doing in elementary, middle school, and high school when I was taking Spanish class? Clearly not retaining anything. So I am on month one of Rosetta Stone. <laughs> I just have to add that. I'm going to have to download Duolingo again or something. <laughs> Who's probably been your favorite Bravo celebrity that you've met? Or like the the your um your your most favorite encounter with I a Bravo think celebrity? Just for like nostalgic reasons. It would be the very first person I met who was Leanne. And that was a pretty awesome day. And you're like a huge Dallas, Real Housewives of Dallas fan, right? Yeah, <laughs> I love Dallas is my second favorite. And I mean, I'm also friends with the ladies and I see them around town. So yes, I love that. I think that they are the more badass ones of the franchise. I'm telling you, don't sleep on Dallas. Everybody wants to sleep on Dallas, but it's really good. <laughs> uh, I feel like people want to sleep on Potomac, but Potomac's pretty good. Like, it's garbage. That's but... I am sleeping on Potomac. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Karen Huger, the grand dame of Potomac, is hilarious. Go buy her fragrance, the smell of bankruptcy and old people. <laughs> oh, my God. The Black Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, seriously, people need to tune in to Real Housewives of Dallas Season 4 because this season is going to be amazing he said i just called to say don't sleep on Br dallas <laughs> yes I'm, I'm telling you this season's going to be epic um so my final question to you is when you're not watching something on bravo what is on your television screen oh i love a good drama i love how to get away with murder queen of the south mm. gray's anatomy um mm. shameless so you seem to like things with a strong female lead. I feel like that would be like your category on Hulu. Oh, wow. I'm just realizing that. Like, it'd be like we recommend. No, seriously. Like, I never <laughs> thought, about it, thought about it like that. But yeah, you're so right. Do you watch Handmaid's Tale? Mm -mm. It, yeah, it gets a little dark. <laughs> oh, and Dynasty. How can I forget about oh. Dynasty? I freaking love that's Dynasty. Like, that's Housewives in itself right there. Alexis. <laughs> I just want to be Alexis. Oh, my God. Well... 
Logan, thank you so much again for um, chatting with me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. It's been fun. Yes. Um, so hopefully I'll see you at BravoCon. Oh, uh, <laughs> trust me. You will see me there. My biggest fear is that I won't be able to get a ticket fast enough. Like my palms are going to be sweating when pre-sale happens. Oh my God, I know. I'm going to like have my reminder and like alarm set on my phone. I will stay up 24 hours if I have to. I will get that damn ticket. Right? Like literally just thinking about it, I'm getting nervous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll let you know if like... I've watched a little of Mexican dynasties. I find it pretty entertaining. I liked it a lot. I like binged it one day. Uh, so funny story. One of my friends from college lost her virginity to the oldest son on Mexican dynasties. <gasps> um, Isad, Isel or something like that? Idan? Um, Ilan. 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 Yeah. There's a Don and Ilan, yes. whoever's the oldest one, but she lost her virginity to him on a cruise ship. Apparently his family was on the same cruise as hers. And her parents were like, oh my God, that man is famous over in Mexico. Like we, mm -hmm. we know of him here in the States. And she, her and her friends start hanging out with him and his brother. And girl, <sighs> they go back to the room and one thing leads to another and she loses her flower. But, I mean, snaps for her, snaps for him, snaps for Mexican <laughs> dynasties. I like binged it one day and I was like, this is wildly entertaining, but I haven't gone back to finish the season, but I know I will. Um, so I saw this really interesting post today and it was like cities that they tried, but they didn't make the cut for Real Housewives franchises. Do you care to know? Mm -hmm. uh, Greenwich, Connecticut. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm imagining a lot of polos. Yeah. It's <laughs> a lot like of knit sweaters. They met in the city and then they moved out to Connecticut. Yeah. And I guess that wouldn't be entertaining because it'd all be about them being in the city all the time. Well, I feel like they'd be like really... Like, I don't know if those people are, like, big sharers. Like, I think the whole thing there is, like, that they don't share. Yeah, they have to, like, keep up persona, their image. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was on there? Chicago. Oh, Chicago would be interesting. Yeah. Um, I used to love uh, Mob Wives, and they had a couple people from Chicago and Mob Wives. That was good. I never watched it, but I knew I'd love it. Oh, it was so good. San Francisco was another mm -hmm. one. Pass. Now, if they're going to do anything in San Francisco, that needs to be the first season of Real hus like real Husbands yes. or something. I mean, like they did. Man. They had a show called like Silicon Valley or something like that. It was like Tech, tech Valley or something, and it was okay. following people. God, let me see if I can find it. I've said it once, and I'll say it again. The power of Bravo is real, y'all. Money can buy a chic, c'est la vie. Chic, c'est la vie. I'm on display, on display. Don't be tardy for the party. Y'all, thank you for an incredible season of I Just Called to Say. Please continue to tell friends about the show, continue to laugh with us, and thank you again. Like It's because of your continuous support that now our podcast has enough listens that we can be out here making money, doing ads. So if you come back next season and I'm acting all brand new because it's season three, I'm going to be like, I just called to say you created this monster. Now please subscribe. Okay. I just called to say. Remember when I just called to say. Thank you for that time. I just what had happened was really he just called to say so i lied when and she just called to say so why would you do that? we just called to say that really changed my life
Peace, 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 peace,